Hi, I'm Tony Kramer with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 155, and today we are going to be talking about Amity technology. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, we've got it on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter, at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I'm very excited to welcome Michael Anderson, who is the Engineering Manager with Amity. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Michael. To get started, I'd like to hear a little bit more about you and your background and how you got involved in the industry. Thanks for having me on today, Tony. Uh, yeah, so I got involved with the industry. I actually grew up on a small farm in uh, central North Dakota in the small town of Leeds and came to NDSU here in Fargo for engineering school, graduated degree in mechanical engineering, um, got an internship with Amity right when I was in school, moved into full-time career with Amity as a product engineer, and a few years back moved into the engineering management role. So farm boy right into the ag industry. I like that. It, we get to hear a lot of different stories and backgrounds on how people get to where they're at. And I, you, uh, like myself, I graduated college. I've been with RDO this whole time. You uh, are, are, have been with Amity the whole time. So congratulations to that. So let's dive into the show here, Michael. Amity Technology, let's just start out. Give us a little background on who is Amity. Where did it all start? Amity Technology really started in 1996. It started with the purchase of what was WIC at the time, sugar beet harvest equipment, very well-known name in the sugar beet harvest industry in the United States. Um, it was purchased by Howard and Brian Dahl, still the owners of the company. They're still stationed right here in Fargo, North Dakota, privately held company. And uh, they got a lot of their background from, uh, you know, deep in manufacturing within the state of North Dakota from their grandfather, uh, inventing the first windrow pickup head for harvesting grains. They're uh, then running into the, the Melrose Company, of course, which came out the Bobcat Loader. Their father owned the, ran the Steiger tractor uh, plant and built that to the very large company before that got sold the case. And then at the same time, Howard and Brian's story started in the 70s with the Concord Air Drill, really the first inventors of the air drill to the world. Um, and then obviously they also sold that to case. Happens to be the same day in 1996 that they started Amity Technology. Wow, that's uh, that's actually more than I even knew. Um, that yeah, Howard and Brian definitely have a, a long upbringing and long history of manufacturing in the state of North Dakota, and being tied to all those different companies is is really neat to hear of of where they've come from and where they're at today. Now, you talked about WIC sugar beet equipment. Now, of course, under the Amity Technology umbrella. That has kind of been the the bread and butter of recent years when it comes to Amity technology. So that's really what I want to focus on here, Michael, is, you know, let's talk about the beat equipment that you guys offer and the technologies that you have brought to the industry 
on your sugar beet equipment. So starting out, you know, you know, as well as I know, everybody or, or most people that know the sugar beet industry have looked at it as a very manual process. It's just a, a kind of like tillage, just a bunch of iron moving through the ground. But you guys at Amity Technology have really taken the opportunity to move that that equipment forward and add pieces of technology that are going to benefit the the customers and benefit the the actual harvestability of of the sugar beets and whatnot. So let's dive into that. Let's start out first with what you guys have done with defoliator technology. Yeah, good question. So defoliators are one of the three major product lines we have for harvesting of sugar beets. The defoliator, the harvester, and then the beet cart would be the the three pieces there. So on the defoliator side of things, it really started the the big technology push honestly started probably about uh, eight ish years ago and we released a 50 series defoliator so that was our high speed defoliator and what that allowed the farmers to do is especially we're, we're recording this podcast very late in october and as it's starting to get very cold outside the uh the leaves don't, or the beets don't like to uh, be too cold or too hot for that matter when they're being harvested. And so it really helps match the speed of the defoliator to the speed of the harvester. And so what that allows you to do is to continue to harvest at a higher rate of speed without harming the beets for that long-term storage uh, potential. And so that 50 series defoliator allowed farmers to do that. You know, it was really a response of, of Amity to the customer's needs and wanting to match the speeds one-to-one so that they'd be able to... Uh, um, lift the heart or harvest the beets efficiently, you know, especially late in the season. Um, so that was really the first big step we took forward in the industry for, uh, uh, for new technology. And then recently we've in, in that same time frame too, we've also had quite a bit of, uh, new developments within the steering systems on the defoliators. Those are available options as well. Um, from the technology standpoint, we have been able to tie into and working through our deer dealerships, we have been able to tie into uh, things such as the active implement guidance through John Deere. Um, a lot of farmers find a lot of success in that as uh, they have that precise um, location of the defoliator already known from the planting operation. And so they can use that information for uh, the location of the defoliator during during the harvest operation as well. And then our finally, um, in the few years back here, we released a what's known as active height control on the defoliator, AHC for short. And what that does, and that's an industry first, would be... Uh, it allows for the ability to level the defoliator to the tops of the beets. So not just measuring from the ground as um, may be common in other uh, other types of leveling applications, but we're actually measuring the tops of the beets and adjusting the defoliator height accordingly. Let's talk a little bit more about active height control. So if you've never been out into a sugar beet field, you've never experienced sugar beet harvest, you and I both know, Michael, that it, I mean, not every sugar beet is the exact same size. The field isn't perfectly level. So I would imagine that the, this active height control helps in a lot of different perspectives. So let's talk a little bit more about what makes that feature special on the Amity defoliators. Yeah, a very good question. So active height control is an Amity technology industry exclusive. We came out with it just a few years back here. Um, and how it works is it measures the tops of the sugar beets and it actually levels the machine accordingly based on the tops of the sugar beets. You know, in other areas, you may be leveling off the ground, but again, this is off the tops of the beets. And what it allows for is for that precise control, not having to adjust the settings of the machine from field to field without having to get out of the tractor cab. 
Um, but then also as you're in, again, Tony, you know this too, but others might not. So because there's multiple pieces of equipment in the field, there's a harvester and that's a separate machine from the defoliator. It allows for, you know, a quick phone call, a quick call over the radio to ask the uh, defoliator operator to make some adjustments right from their tractor seat, as opposed to having to get out, use you know, move mechanical stops or whatever that may be. Um, to set the height of the machine. So they're getting a precise cut on the defoliation on, on the tops of the sugar beets, getting uh, reducing tear and, and the like just by sitting in their own tractor seat. And, and sometimes the uh, defoliator operator might not have the most time on the farm. And people tend to come back to the farms when it comes to sugar beet season, because there's a lot of, a lot of people needed to make that all operation run. And they may not spend as much time on the farm as maybe the harvester operator or someone else that's in the field. And so it really allows for that ease of operation for the defoliator operator. Yeah, that's a really good point you bring up there, Michael, is that, one, the the defoliator operator, maybe it's grandpa or it's dad or it's the, the retired neighbor down the road. Um, it's I kind of what I always said, uh, defoliating or topping beets is kind of like mowing the lawn, just really, really slow, but yet you got to stay on the row. So to be able to not only have the active height control as you're going down the field, but to be able to adjust the height in cab right from the tractor, right from the seat of the tractor, no matter who it is in that machine, they can make those adjustments. They don't like you actually had brought up about traditionally you had to go put in some donut stops into the, the uh, hydraulic cylinders on the, on the defoliator and you, you had to change it manually. So to be able to have that in cab adjustment is, is even nicer because again, like you had mentioned, the harvester comes behind the defoliator. And if the harvester operator is seeing too much uh, green tops or too much foliage left on the beet, or maybe they're, maybe they're starting to knock beets out. Maybe they're too low and they need to go up a little bit. Uh, there's very easy adjustments can be made right from in the cab. So very good point. Uh, definitely a beneficial technology when it comes to defoliator operation and everything that you can do there. All of these technologies that you've brought into the defoliator market, whether it be the the active height control we were just talking about, it's the steerable axles uh, linked together with John Deere's active implement guidance, or that high speed, that 50 series high speed model. You were kind of mentioning, you know, the 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 industry wanted or or Amity wanted to match that one to one ratio of harvesting versus the the defoliator, whereas before traditionally. The defoliator was a very, very slow process to make sure you you got the proper defoliation, make sure you got everything done. So everything you guys have done with your lineup of defoliator models has been beneficial to the customer, to the sugar beet industry, and made everything more efficient from that perspective. Now, the other thing I want to dive into, Michael, is the harvester. So you said uh, you kind of got three lines or, or three major pieces of equipment. You got the defoliator. Now let's dive into the harvester. Again, something that I think a lot of people have looked at as very traditional, just kind of pulling iron through the field. You guys at Amity Technology have taken the opportunity to add technology into this and really bring it up to speed with where we're at today when it comes to technology and ag. So let's talk a little bit about the different technologies you guys have to offer when it comes to your harvester lineup. Yeah, absolutely. So our, our harvester lineup has been, uh, we actually revamped our, our most popular model, the 2720, which is a 12 row by 22 inch row spacing harvester. 
Um, and that's our, a new machine for us as of, I believe is about two years ago now. And there's a lot of incremental upgrades to that machine over our 2700 model, which was uh, prior to that, a very popular model. Um, one of the things that's incorporated into that design is, um, active depth control, which we've had on around for quite some time. What that does is it levels the machine from side to side. So it really controls that depth of the digging of the lifter wheels in the ground, which ultimately dictates how much, uh, how much dirt you're bringing through the machine, how much you have to clean out and how much tear you're bringing back to the, the piling stations. Um, what we did with the 2720 is we released, um, AD, our active depth control system on the ISO bus platform. So it really allows for, um, expandability into the future, allows for some upgrade uh, on the screen design so that a better user interface and, um, just an overall better system um, than what was previously being used to bring us uh, kind of up into the newer age of, of the technology side there. Um, along with the 2720, we also did a few more items on the on the back end of the machine. So really the increasing of the capacity. So our scrub is the very back end of the machine that does some very additional cleaning at the, the tail end of the machine there. And what we did there was we increased the capacity of that. So the overall throughput. So it was uh, allowing the farmers to ultimately run their machines faster down the field um, without having to worry about plugging or anything like that. A few other features we added at the same time was an option for tracks on that machine. We also added an, avail, an optional uh, high-profile chain. So it's kind of like a cam drive belt is what it ultimately is. And so that's where the chain is being driven as opposed to traditionally being driven off the rods of the belt, um, which would have been a steel um, sprocket running on the steel rods. And that works fine for most of the time. However, this uh, would overall increase the life of the belted chain because it's uh, running rubber on the steel of the sprocket. So again, increasing the life, just overall throughput, overall efficiency of the machine. And then finally, we added some creature comforts as well. Um, easier door access. So it's easier to open up the side doors, check things over, make sure everything mechanical is still running properly. And then a few uh, other creature comforts, like some lights underneath the door. So hopefully you don't have to get out and look underneath the doors at two in the morning, but now you can see easier if you do have to do that. Again, a lot of good features, a lot of good additions to everything you guys are doing with your harvester lineups, bringing out that 2720 model, just having that active depth control again on those models or the dynamic chain management, being able to increase your throughput or have that adjustability from in the cab. The one thing that I want to touch on is the, the ISO bus capabilities. So some of these features or say the active depth control, that was, you guys had a solution with active depth control prior to to ISO bus capabilities. Now, of course, I'm quite partial to green tractors, but when we say ISO bus capabilities, this is giving growers the ability to plug into the ISO coupler at the back of their tractor, whether their tractor's green, red, blue, whatever color you want, you decide to use on your farm, and they're able to see everything that needs to be seen on the harvesters, correct? Yes, that's correct. So that's one of the things I think that is is also really neat with what you guys are doing is is you're bringing in the the sugar beet industry, which is a, a very small overall, a very small market, a, a specialty crop, um, but you're bringing it up to speed with the rest of the ag industry, with the the ISO bus connections and all of that type of stuff. So. Um, it, it's really intriguing to me. I love the sugar beet industry. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there have a love-hate relationship with the sugar beet industry because of, uh, of uh, if you've ever seen sugar beet harvest, you would understand what, uh, what we're talking about here. Uh, there, there can be some rough, long nights here and there, but 
I love the sugar beet industry. Uh, it's so cool to see you guys bringing this technology uh, into the industry, and it's not just a, a traditional manual process anymore. Now, the last thing I wanna I wanna give you the opportunity to talk about uh, is your your beet cart. That's your third piece of the puzzle. So you guys have a very unique beet cart at with Amity. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So the the beet cart is uh it's it was a later addition to the puzzle. Um, the harvester and defoliator have been around in some form or fashion. You know, dif- again defoliating the beets and then lifting the beets and cleaning them. Um, and then transporting generally into trucks. They've been around in some fashion for the past, you know, many, many years, decades. Um, the beat card was a new addition and it, and it changed the, a little bit of the thinking because instead of just being, you know, a, a defoliator to take the tops off, a harvester to pick the beets and clean them and then drop them in a truck, it's, it's all, now it's more about efficiency. You know, that's where the beat card came, came in and really does shine is that in that overall efficiency of the harvest operation. So you were kind of talking about that a second ago, Tony, how, harvest happens, it's ideally 24 hours a day for ten day a 10 day window here in the Red River Valley. So there's no time for shutdowns or, or breakdowns or anything like that. So the beet cart really comes in where it doesn't matter how, how it, it does to an extent, but not overly. Um, some of the field conditions, you don't have to pull trucks through the field. And the goal is to keep the harvester moving. You know, you're only lifting beets if, if you're truly lifting beets out of the ground by keeping that harvester moving. So uh, uh, the beet cart was one where it's a, it's only available on tracks. So you have a nice flotation through the field. Um, you're able to load one truck at a minimum um, with this overall capacity of the cart. And then it also unloads quickly. You know, you really need to get that thing unloaded um, quickly and get back to the harvester so that you can keep that one harvester moving and ideally with two beet carts so that you have, uh, you know, that system where Again, you have one defoliator, one harvester, and two beet carts, and that allows for that harvester to, to move quickly, efficiently, and gets the beets out of the ground as, as uh, easy as possible. Yeah, that is one thing that has always impressed me about your guys' beet cart is the speed at which that thing unloads. That is unreal. It- the beet cart is one of those things that it, it should be looked at as in no way different than a grain cart. The The grain cart, the goal of the grain cart is to keep that combine moving. You dump in the trucks on the headlands. The beet cart is kind of that same way. Traditionally, a lot of people looked at it as we only needed a beet cart in wet conditions. But, you know, from an efficiency standpoint, there's an opportunity to be running your beet cart year round, no matter if it's wet or dry. So that being said... The beet cart is not the only cart that you or or the only commodity moving device that you guys are are working <laughs> on. So tell us a little bit about the crop chaser. So the crop chaser is is a newer product line, only within the last couple of years here. Newer product line to Amity. Um, we were actually approached by customers on, on for a demand for this, and it works. It's a, it's a crop cart that it works independent of, it's not just a sugar beet cart. Um, for example, in this case, we actually have focused in on silage. Corn silage is one of the main roles for this cart. Um, however, at that same point, it's a cart that doesn't really care too much what you put into it. As long as it's not overweight or over volume, you should be able to lift and dump it. So the, the overall machine concept is it's actually more similar to a, a dump cart in some ways, but it also has a live bottom floor chain to really allow for the control of the unloading of the machine. So again, it doesn't really matter what kind of commodity you put it in. And we're still learning. This is a relatively new product line for us. And uh, one that even this fall, even continuing testing, we are releasing it and letting, you know, public knowledge that we're working on this. So we can talk about it today. Um, But we also are uh, continuing testing and have just a limited amount of production capacity for this machine into the, into the near future here. But we are really excited about it, really excited about the potential 
Um, again, commodity-wise, corn silage, sugar beets, shell corn, um, alfalfa, edible beans. I mean, there's there's potential in all sorts of areas um, for this cart, and we found success stories even just this fall from farmers using it in all of those commodities as well. That's awesome to to see Amity kind of taking the initiative to find more solutions, different solutions for for many different things, not not just the the traditional sugar beet industry anymore. You guys are looking beyond that as well per customer request. So it's really cool to hear. Now with the the defoliator, the harvester, the beet cart, now the crop chaser, any of the products that you guys have to offer, do you have any sort of a success story that you'd like to share with our listeners that, you know, at the end of the day, when, when this was done, it really put a smile on your face? So one of the ones that the first one that comes to mind really from a little bit from the engineering standpoint is it comes from listening to customers. So Tony, you probably remember this too. In 2019, the sugar beet harvest, especially in the Red River Valley here was beyond challenging. Um, it was very, very wet conditions, muddy, sloppy, very few beets were taken out of the ground even into the month of October. They were harvesting into November, which is not common for this area. Um, we we're also working concurrently on the development of the 2720 harvester prior to releasing it that next year. And uh, I, I distinctly remember the day when, when our owner came in the door and asked if we could put tracks on a harvester. Um, it was very late in the game, but our engineering team got to work, um, sat down and within 10 days, we had a working prototype out in the field, solving some problems for a customer. So, um, very proud of, of our, what our group could do in the very short amount of time, but ultimately it was coming back to, you know, we, the drive was to solve the problem for the customer. You know, it was, it was a wet harvest. They had very little other choices at that moment in time. People are grabbing all sorts of things to try and help float their harvesters through the field. So it made a big difference at the end of the day. Um, and it really was really just a response to what the customers were seeing in the field that year. It definitely wasn't part of our product plan going into the fall of that year, but, but we got the job done. Yeah, that is awesome to hear, Michael, that, I mean, it really, like you said, it's all due to customer response. So that speaks volumes about the the Amity organization and what they're doing in the industry and listening to customers' feedback and providing solutions that, that make a difference in the field. So it, it's really awesome to hear that story and kind of how it all came together. Now, if somebody wants to learn more about any of these products we've talked about or about Amity Technology as a company, where can they go? Who can they talk to? Uh, the standard Facebook, Twitter, um, our website. So that's amitytech.com is one of the best places to uh, to talk to there. And otherwise, just give us a call. We have uh, sales and marketing product specialists and the like all ready to take the call if uh, anyone has any more questions. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to sit down with me today, Michael. It's I always enjoy learning about the sugar beet industry. Like I said, I, I love the sugar beet industry. I love what you guys are doing at Amity Technology. So keep up the great work and thanks again. Thanks, Tony. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you have questions about the technology and products discussed or have ideas about future episodes, please leave them in the comments below. You can also subscribe to RDO's YouTube channel and be in the know about each episode, or tune in on any streaming service. Thanks again for listening.